welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, the greatest show starring three three Gen X's and a millennial on the internet. I am your host this week, the Todd Father, and joining me as usual, CDL113, the droid you're always looking for, the experience of some Carl Jackson, and the token head empty, bicep full, Tarky. So if you couldn't tell by Tarky's token, this week is about Kevin Smith's Masters Universe Revelation. Or as we like to say, man, that looked good. How are they going to screw this up? And I've got a couple of theories. So that's what this show is going to be about this week. Is my brilliant theories about how they're going to take something that looks that cool and make it where the fandom hates it. Yeah. My first clue that there's a, a good possibility that they're going to screw this up is Kevin Smith's doing the first episode, and then it turns over to a bunch of other people who didn't grow up with it, probably. Well, Kevin Smith himself has basically said, I wasn't a fan of He-Man. Oh, no, no, I'm a super fan. They caught him in that lie. There's tons of videos on that right now. But we will take Kevin Smith as a lying shield as a given. I'm, this show is about... The meats and bones. We're going to do some sausage making. We want to know how they go screw it up. Hey, I worked in the meat department. I know how sausage yeah, is yeah, made. Yeah. It's not a pretty sight. So, this is going to be theory number one. Theory number one is Skelegod is He-Man and Skeletor combined into one being. I'll agree with that. If you look at the toy, uh... The big ram horn Skeletor, but he's got the new He-Man 8 symbol kind of emblazoned on his chest. So that could either be a normal something of the power gray skull or whatever in the hell happens between the two of them. Since, you know, you are dealing in a world of magic and stuff. They merge into some nightmarish horror, which leaves Tila basically the only one to try and get them separated. Could be. uh like you said, I mean, you know, it could just be Skeletor getting a hold of the power. And then, you know, Tila's looking for, you know, looking for He-Man through it. Uh, I'm leaning, I, I would probably lean towards the merger ideal, though. Since since the show is essentially going to be about Tila once it gets going, that way you have He-Man completely out of the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest thing you have to also see is that, what is this show called? This is the universe revelation. What is this show about? Tila, apparently. Or no, the Masters of the Universe. It's about the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He-Man ain't in the title. He-Man is a character in this, but he's not the main character. The main character right. is what the show's named after. So He-Man's going to be an objective somewhere along the line. So he's either captured or incapacitated in some way. That's very Which, Makes me angry because 90% of the trailer is He-Man punching things. So if they don't have a lot of He-Man in the actual full show, I'm going to be a little miffed. Well, but I'll give you my pet theory. Everything we saw in that trailer is basically in the first episode. Uh, the yeah, first okay. episode, they're making sure it's it's what the old fans actually wanted to see. And then they'll spend the rest of the series pissing us off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I have some theories about that, but I'll say them after the bombshell. Yeah. So, 
has anyone else got anything about the theory of Skeletor God is the merged form of He-Man and Skeletor? I mean, it's still possible for it to be something like it's just him pulling all of the power of the Castle of Grayskull into him, and it's just too much to where it morphs him out like that. Mm-hmm. The big issue is, though, then you'd be following Adam. The fact you don't see yeah, Prince Adam anywhere in this except holding the sword to become He-Man suggests that he is gone. Yeah, yeah in some I was about way. To, about to say. Now, oh. that being said, they could just kill him. Yeah. It's not like you're going to have to make a show after this one. That's true. true. Yeah, I was about to say, going with your theory of, okay, Skeletor grabs the sword and draws all the power into him. Well, you got a He-Man shrinks back to Prince Adam. I got the sword, and I'm the bad guy. You never get it back again and stab. You know, problem number one, solved. That's true. Like I said, that's, that's theory number one. Now, theory number two. And the one that if they do this, it's going to piss off everybody. That Adam is dead. And when Tila, they follow Tila, Tila in fighting Skelegod is going to get her hands on the power sword and becomes Hero. Yep. Hero is definitely in this because he's voiced by Phil Lamar. Mm-hmm. But my theory is and it's the prevailing one right now, is that Hero is is the empowered form of Tila. Let me give you, and I'll, I'll give you my, my little clues to why. It's called Revelations. They've, the Netflix thing has basically told you that some secrets come out that basically bust up the Masters. Well, you have two going into this that are just kind of blatantly obvious. One, nobody but Sorceress, Orko, and Man-at-Arms knew that Prince Adam was He-Man. So if He-Man by some... I'm kind of guessing that He-Man in there somewhere loses the power of Grayskull and he's revealed. Oh, crap. That's Prince Adam. Tila would probably take that hard. I guess it it could go either way. She could kind of Lois Lane it. But I could see that... Being a secret, well, you lied to me. But the big secret with Tila is that the sorceress is a mother. That is true. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was always something they hinted around at with the old canon. Yeah. Her mom is the sorceress. I mean, it, it, it's, it's heavily implied in the filmation one, and the hell's just flat out stated in the 2002 one. Mm-hmm. That's a mom. Props for Man at Arms. She's 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 not she's not Man at Arms' daughter at all. Oh, he adopted her. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's yeah. She's the sorceress and somebody else's kid, and they gave she gave Tila to Man at Arms. I didn't watch the two thousand one. Yeah. Or it could be that she finds out both of those things. Yeah. So the two and men now, that she trusted most have lied to her. So now she's done with men. Yep. I can see that being the catalyst. Now, let's go to the weird thing about Hero. What do we know about Hero? 
if originally the character hero when it started out was not a descendant of He-Man's but was an ancestor. He was the first one to have the power of Grayskull. But in later times, they basically went, no, no, Hero is the son of Tila, of basically King He-Man and Tila. But the trick about Hero is where Hero was, where He-Man is like muscly, and that was his big thing. Hero is a sorcerer. He was still fairly muscly, if I remember the pictures. He was, he was, he was built muscly, but the trick was Hero is a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. That was the difference between the two of them. Now, if you took Tila, who is the daughter of the sorceress, which means she would have some magical potential at the very least. Yeah. You add that to the power of Grayskull, if you took hero if you basically took He-Man and the Sorceress, you would get Hero. And I bet you that's Tila with the power sword. Yeah. It that, fits. I mean, that fits. Because the trick is, you know Adam ain't getting the power back. Because Hero's in it. Mm -hmm. And there's no re there would be no reason for all of a sudden Adam gets the power sword and he changes into anything but He-Man. You know... If if you go back, what was it? Lord Grayskull was the one that King Grayskull. King, yeah, King Grayskull. I could see Tila being the daughter of King Grayskull and the Sorceress. Well, King Grayskull goes way, way back. King, King Grayskull goes too far back. The trick is, she is she, well. Truthfully, she's like Adam. She's a she's of his bloodline. Yes. Which kind of brings some weird, creepy. Yeah, uh, which Leo. Which, which uh, yeah. Not if King Grayskull is like. Hundreds or a thousand years ago, no, it's not yeah. a bit weird at that point. But they are, but her and Adam, her and Adam are the same bloodline. You know, it's it's, and if you if you let's play around with the theory, let's say that the only people that can call upon the power of Grayskull are of King Grayskull's bloodline. Adam is of it. Keldor is of it because he's Randor's brother. Yeah. Fair enough. And then Tila would be of it because she's the sorceress's daughter. The first sorceress was King Grayskull's wife. Well, who says that this same sorceress isn't that one? Well, no, it's it's a descendant. It's it's a different. Oh, they've already yeah. established. Yeah, yeah, they established that. But it's like a position, basically. basically. But if you basically say the power of Grayskull can only be well, in that bloodline, that's that's another member of the bloodline. Yep. Because even She-Ra, even if you go Adora, Adora is Adam's twin sister. She's of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember much about the original She-Ra cartoon, but Hordak was never really after her sword particularly, was he? Nah, nah. You know, she was just running a rebel organization. Yeah. She, Adora had been a member, Adora had been kidnapped by uh, Hordak. She had been a member of the Horde. And she defected. She gets the she gets her sword. She gets the sword of honor. I think is what it was. And yeah, becomes basically an empowered version. And she was just Shira was just kind of in the way. You know, he was he was kicking the rebels' asses for the most part, and then they got a they got a cannon on him. 
But yeah, he wasn't he he was not after the sword at all. Well hell, Skeletor was only after it, you know, because he wants the power. Well, and originally he just wanted to get into Grayskull for the power. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is my theory. My theory is Hero is She-Ra. Everybody's kind of running around going. You mean you, know, you mean Tila? Yeah, she's gonna be She-Ra, uh, Hero. But everybody's kind of running around going, "Oh, she's gonna be She-Woman or something." No, she's gonna be Hero. They just have if they happen. pronounce it that way. Yeah, because they could easily pronounce it Hero. Yeah, because they've been doing that. That's been a thing in female-led superhero stuff in the genre since Captain Marvel is they like emphasizing the her in hero, and that's gonna be that's gonna be her. Yeah, and I, not to not to beat at a point, but if you remember the image from the the first look. Where it was Evelyn, Tila, Rubico, Orko, and uh, another. Andra. And what? Who? Andra. That's her name. Andra. Uh, thank you. I think she's the new character. Well, she's from. She's uh, nobody from like the Marvel version of the comic books. I think she only showed up like twice. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's still a nice call out, though. I feel less bad about not knowing her then. Yeah. But like, I... if you just look at the first look, you go, oh, there isn't. There are three quote unquote humans. All all three are women. And you have a robot and a mage that's some other thing. You go, okay. Well, Orko's one a dude, he's the incompetent. He, he made me the incompetent comic relief. Well, it's just like the squad is imbalanced. It's it's kind of almost a reverse of the standard of like yeah, yeah, what nineteen eighties cartoons was. Yeah, the, yeah. the old eighty standard of you know one girl character in the team. But also the fact that Evelyn is just there working with them probably means that to go back to the Skelly God that it, he's a problem, mm-hmm. not that it's a villain thing. But that he is just a problem. Yeah. Or no. Skelegod, you know, e- even if he's a is a merged version, that it may be its own entity. You know, and she wants Keldor back. Yeah. 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 She's. It's like she's willing to pick team up with the good guys long enough to get her man back. Right. Which means whatever Skelegod is, is like. A problem that does not have a, oh, my boss got what he wanted solution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It may be as messed up for Skeletor as it is for He-Man. Yeah, I was about to say, it may be one of those things of that power that's locked in Castle Grayskull may be locked in there for a reason. It may be a demon from another dimension, you know, and it takes over the combination. The power, if, depending on how much of that they change, the power of Grayskull is just that. It's the power of King Grayskull. That's it. Because he had him. Yeah. He had the that whole muscly it. thing and sorcerer thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was a warrior mage type. Yeah, he that was that was just that was just all the juice that was in him that when he basically managed to banish the horde and croak, 
yeah, he gave he gave up his power. And in the 2002 version, you had the they were they had let you know it was the power of the ancients, but you find out the power of the ancients just had King Grayskull's power. That was literally just it. Yeah, he had doled his power out to his, you know, uh, advisors and stuff. Yeah. His advisors and his wife had it. Well, because his wife was a, was a sorceress, you know, on her own. And yeah, they all got a, a bit of him when he died. But yeah, the, when you, you find out in that one, and like I said, it depends on how much of that they keep. But yeah, when Adam's calling on the power of Grayskull, he's not calling on the castle. He's calling on the dude. Okay. He was just a badass. But yeah, now we got a little bit of time left and I'm going to go into why they are doing this because I ain't really seen that either. I'm saying, and my here's my last theory, not about the show, but about what everybody involved is playing. Mm-hmm. Netflix Shira was not a success. Mm-mm. And it was not a success, especially coming from the point of view of Mattel, because it didn't sell toys. That's literally what killed 2002's He Man and stuff like that. You know, they did the toys wrong. When the toys stopped selling, the show disappeared. And in the case of Netflix Shira, they basically went, it's not for the old fans. We, you're not welcome. We don't want you. To hell with you. They even went so far as like this, the old cast, all kinds of stuff. They went yeah. full on to hell with all y'all. The toys didn't sell. Mattel is coming along. They have learned the lessons of She-Ra. So what did they come along and do? They go, hey, what what was one of the things about She-Ra? Ooh, this looks like crap. Because when people saw the art style of She-Ra, they went, my God, this this is horrible. So what they do, they got one of the better art houses to come along and do He-Man. Yeah. Our last show, when we just watched that thing, was like, oh my God, this is the greatest looking shit since ever. And I actually quoted on there going, make me want to go out and buy some toys. Yeah. Now, so they fixed the look problem. Another thing they did is the trailer was last week, was last Thursday, by the weekend, Skelegods start popping up on shelves. So they let the toys out. They start leaking the toys out when everybody's kind of hyped for the trailer. In the case of She-Ra, they, they waited until the show was about out. And once people saw the show, they were like, I ain't about to touch this crap. Yeah. So they learned that lesson. Another, like I said, with She-Ra, they came out from jump basically going, this ain't for you. You ain't going to like it. The hell with you. If you notice, Masters of the Universe is doing just the opposite. Everything She-Ra did, they're doing the opposite. It looks better. They're going, hey, come on in, old fans, because this is the He-Man that you grew up with. Bring your kids, bring your friends, yeah. bring your family. You know, this is this is, this is is for you. And hey, look, we got toys. So they those toys are going to come out with the, with the first half of this. Yeah. When it's still looking, it's where it's looking like your dream He-Man, and they gonna hit you with the crap that's gonna piss you off in that second in that second half. Yeah, but you done already bought the toys from the first half, so it's gonna look like 
from Mattel's point of view, it's going to look like a huge success. Yeah, because I've, I've seen, I don't know if they were the promo figures or the actual figures they're going to drop, but the He-Man and Skeletor and some of the characters. Yeah, they did. He-Man, Skeletor, Moss Man, and Evil Lynn and Skelegod, you've seen all of them. Yeah, and, and they're in that same scale like the Joes and all that. Yeah, they're all in a six, other than Skelegod. Skelegod is yeah, bigger. Yeah, Skelegod's than bigger, but I'm saying the, the others are in that yeah. scale. Even even the Battle Cat, if he's got the helmet and stuff on, it looks like a snarling Battle Cat. If you take it off, it looks like Cringer. It's neat, but it's, but all of that, I'm telling you, all of that is going to drop in that first half. Yeah. That may be one battle, but I'm, I'm betting you, and here's another prediction for me, I'm betting you that part one ends with the revelation that He-Man was Adam. Yeah. That's going to be your cliffhanger to get you to watch part two. It's either going to be that. Emerging, you're gonna have some hell drop at the end of part one that's gonna have you that's gonna have you jazz for part two, and part two is where your fucker is gonna be. Yeah, I can see that. Probably maybe the first three episodes, maybe. Yeah, is it? have your classics in it, and by the end of that, because I, I want to say on the IDBM website, it talks about eight episodes. Yeah. So, so you maybe get, the first four is, is yep. your classic stuff, and then the last no, four no, no, is no. like my you know. I'm gonna stick with the theory that the first episode will give us what we want, and then the rest of it's gonna be you know pure shit. Yeah, basically. You know, we might luck out, and you know, part one might be like you know the first two episodes might be kind of a two parter. But nah, I, I, I'm betting it don't go no you know if the if the season is eight episodes, yeah, we ain't getting no four episodes of what we want. You know, See, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're wrong about all of this, but I don't yeah. think we are. Yeah, but I am. But that—that's where I'm sticking my bet. My bet is going to be whatever part one is. Part one is going to be Tila. You—you gonna have Tila finding out the secrets. I think probably in if it's eight episodes, probably in part four. Part four is going to be kind of the the fu. I think they gonna. I think that's still one fight between He Man and Skeletor. But I think they're going to stretch the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be one episode is a big fight, and then you got seven episodes of bullshit. I think I think you're going to get at least a couple. I think, I think you're going to get a part one of this is the shit you like because that's when the toy's out. You notice all the toys that you got that they've even announced so far are still your old school shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like this last little run of the of the classic figures where they're a little smaller, you know. Yeah. All of them, are, you know, there's nothing new in there. It's just a recast, you know, of of all the old stuff. Well, yeah, it, that that is a nostalgia line. But I'm telling you, this new one, I'm I'm just talking about the Revelation figures. Yeah, yeah. you have got it's got to last long enough, and it has got to give you what you want long enough to sell toys. Yeah. Because if they if they if they go where you get one episode of the shit you want and seven episodes of woke, people ain't gonna buy them figures. They're gonna go, ah, hell, I don't fuck it. I don't want this shit. Cause that's how that's literally how you can sabotage it. You just don't buy the toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they'll go out and buy He Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, and uh was it? Evil Inn Evil you had Evil Inn and Moss Man. But like I said, if if you if you play it right Especially if there's a gap. 
if part one is what you want and then there's a gap before part two, you're getting all your toy sales in based like they're doing with, with Skelegod right now. You're getting your toy sales in based on yeah. the shit people that you want and then they hit you with the woke in part two. Because the minute they hit you with the woke, it's probably over. But Netflix almost always drops all of theirs at one time. They do seasons. And that's, there's a reason why, if you look at that, the Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 1, which means there's a Part 2. So there may be, it may be like, a, say, a 16-episode season, but they're just dropping the first eight. Eh, okay. We might get They'll it. They'll most the first likely drop it the same way they dropped Castlevania. Yeah. They about four episodes of Castlevania. Yeah, Shira like Shira has got five seasons, but it probably ain't but like a season and a half worth of actual episodes. Cause Netflix will drop a season that's like three shows. They did that shit with Voltron. Hey, it's season three of Voltron. You go watch it. It's like three episodes, and that's it. So they drop things in a chunk, but it is not necessarily, you know, like a season. It's not a true season. It's it's a piece. And that's, you already know that the, that even the trail, if you look at the end of it, yeah, that's part one. Yeah. So there's a part two. Uh, just for the record, uh, She-Ra's seasons were... 2018 was season one for 13 episodes. Season two and three were split as a seven and a six season episode within the same year, April and then August. Season four was in November of 2019 with 13 episodes, and season five was 13 episodes in 2020. Okay, so they split so one of their 13, seasons. Yeah, only one season was split into small chunks. Outside of that, it was 13 episodes, mm-hmm. which is the regular size for a season. But that means if he if He Man was doing like a th- the thirteen episode thing, then uh, if Danny said I, IMDb's already got like eight episodes up as far as like casting and stuff, yeah, they could potentially leave you those other episodes to be kind of the second half, so that yep. you'd come down with you know you, you by the end of it you'd have the thirteen, but they're just showing you this chunk and then this chunk. Yeah, most likely it's going the first season of because it's. It looks how they're going to be doing with that kind of animation quality is a slightly smaller season or a two-part with a break in the middle mm-hmm. to kind of just build up hype halfway through a season. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I know for a fact Voltron wouldn't like it. Voltron was was heavy that first part, and some of them other seasons, no, some of them things was four or five episodes long, and it was a season. I know because it used to piss me off because I was like, hey, I'm just getting into it. It stopped. Yeah, Voltron had two half seasons. Uh, season three and four were split seven, six, and season five and season six were split six, seven. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's definitely something they haven't established. Uh, yep. Uh, you know, pattern of doing with some stuff. Yeah. And as far as like the, the voice cast, that's you know that you see like so and so's doing this voice, so and so's doing that voice. I got to thinking uh, as we were doing the, uh, the beginning of this podcast. If you remember back to the suicide, second suicide, yeah, Suicide Squad two, when they originally started showing the promos and stuff, they had a completely different actor listed down as Shark King, and then oh, our big surprise, 
yet it's cloned. And they completely changed all the labeling. Mm -hmm. So it's quite possible, like, they've got some folks listed down as, oh, we're only going to do this character. Like, they say they have Phil Lamar as hero. All they'd have to do is go, oh, congratulations, Switch. It's well, yeah, we did that. Harley Quinn Smith. Yeah, we put that in there, so hell, you wouldn't guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Or hell, is Netflix. It could be Phil Lamar. Call Spade is baby. She takes the pile so it turns into Phil Lamar. But well, Phil Lamar could also be doing the vo voices of half a dozen characters that they're telling. That's true. He is he is one of them kind of known for having conversations with himself in cartoons. Yeah. Him and Mark Hamill both. But anybody else? Anybody got any closing thoughts? <sighs> Not really. Oh, depressingly, de depressingly, I I'm, I'm feeling pretty strong about about this theory. Yeah, y'all y'all all got excited, and then y'all all decided to step back and think a little too hard, and now you're all ready for failure. Dude, which we're... which means if we're wrong. And, and what we see is what we're getting. We will be delighted. It will be, you know, kids in a candy yeah. store. I, I hope I hope to God that I'm wrong, but how the hell, I'm just going to say it. My thing when it comes to Netflix is I basically say Netflix is where 80, where shows you loved in the 80s go to come out. Just is. You know, they put that in Voltron. They put that in She-Ra. If you think they ain't going to put that in He-Man some kind of way, you're crazy. That's literally what they do. That's why I don't get excited for them no more. Back when 2002 He-Man came out on Cartoon Network, I was like, yeah. When Thundercats came out on Cartoon Network, I was like, yeah. When 80s properties show up on Netflix, I'm like, oh, shit. How are they going to fuck this up? Netflix cannot do shit without going extremely kind of woke SJW. They just do. And it's always the same way. So, I wouldn't. I'm excited about the look, and if you look, if you think back when we watched it, I was like, man, that looks great. I want to buy toys. That's gonna be a hell of an episode. <laughs> look at it this way: it'll only cost you half of one paycheck to get all of what you want. Yeah, I was like, man, that's gonna that, that episode gonna kick ass. And then the show's gonna go. And then. Uh... And then it's going to take my childhood, take it out in the backyard, beat the living hell out of it with bat. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you look at most of the internet, that's most of the internet's reaction. God, that looks so cool. Man, they're going to fuck this up. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those kind of things where if they manage not to make it as screwed up as they tend to make everything else, it'll be like, man, I will... I will I will gladly do another podcast going, I was wrong, but that show kicked ass, but I got the distinct feeling that that ain't never going to happen. Yeah, I'm expecting in a podcast going, Todd going, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will do that, and it'll probably be like Master Universe has joined Doctor Who, Star Wars, Star Trek, and all kinds of shit where it's going, it's dead. Man, I'm going to love enjoying this show more than all of you. Well, of course you would. You're young. You're millennial. Ain't like He-Man, you know. He-Man was old by the time you came along. No, no. He-Man was part of my childhood. It was just a different version. Yeah. Your version of He-Man was better than ours, even. I'll give you that. It was just shorter. Yeah. Yeah, much. 
Well, actually, I don't know. How, how many seasons two did seasons. the original go? It was two seasons. The trick is, them seasons back in used to be like 39 episodes. Well, that's true. Because it was a date. It was a daily something where the 2002 He-Man was a mm-hmm. weekly. I'm oh, actually just going to look that up real quick on to see what its seasons were. I want to say this one I've actually looked at before. They, they were long seasons back then. Yep. Uh, yeah. 26 episodes in season one. So it was a du- season one was a double season. Mm-hmm. Well, what what would what, you call a double season now? Yeah. Uh, and 13 episodes for season two. So the size of three standard seasons today. Yeah. yeah. G.I. Joe was kind of the same way. You know, you had that, okay, we're either going to put it on, on Saturdays in your area or we're going to put it on weekdays in your area. It just depends on how the programmers decided to go with it. Yeah, G.I. Joe and all that was, was, was weekly. Was daily. But uh, if that's everything that anybody's got to say, how do you feel about it? Uh, what do you think about my theories? Do you think that Skelegod is the mixture of He-Man and Skeletor, which is probably the best you're going to get? Or do you believe Tila is hero? And how dead is Masters of the Universe after Revelations? Uh, you can hit, you can give us your theories in the comments. Uh if you are watching us on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe. Anything you do helps us out. We have a store with merchandise, uh, T-shirts, masks, a disturbing amount of handbags. Do we have coffee cups? We have coffee cups. We have all that stuff. We have everything but hats. Uh, but yeah, check us out anywhere you find podcasts. If you're listening to us, please you know, share this with your friends. Share this with people that you don't like. Feel free to, you know, comment on the things and talk about how Danny hates women. Danny does not hate women. That's what all misogynists say. I'm married to a woman. I do not hate women. And hence, you have made her suffer for life. All right. So, this is... Hey, that's not my fault. When I asked, when I said, will you marry me? She said, yes. That's not my fault. Yes, yes, you're mansplaining that. Anyway, join us on next week's show. I have been your host. The Don Blurred of the Ville, the Todd Father, and joining me as always. CDO113, the droid you're looking for, and one of only two married cast members. What else? And the experienced some call Jason. And the token millennial, Tarky. We will catch you next week. Peace. Love you. Yeah, that's a little flaw. <laughs>